Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wake up, Bay Area. Mm. Amazing. With Sarah and Vinny. You stole the car and let that guy drive? Alice at 97.3. Okay, we're going to talk about Survivor here for a minute. Quit your bitching. All right. Yeah. uh, Me and Vinny are into it. Everybody else, just bear with us. Mm -hmm. Um... On Fire with Jeff Probst is the name of a brand new companion podcast for Survivor. Okay. So, and obviously he's hosting the thing. So it's going to go inside the making of Survivor from the producer's point of view. And it looks like each of these episodes is going to air after the the episode in question. So I don't know if that means that they're pre-taping this, that they're like having conversations about this and recording them while they're at the Ponderosa. Isn't that what they call it? The place that they, that the whole working staff and then the people who've been evicted. Yeah. They're all there together. So, and probably they'll be right after the, right after the eviction interviews, things like that. I mean, it doesn't really get into all the super specifics, but it looks like, um, this is the first ever official Survivor podcast. It'd be cool if they did it live, but either way, there's a podcast available at the end of the show. Got it. Yes. So it looks like uh, it's going to premiere March 1st after the conclusion of the two-hour premiere. So at that point, if you need more. So they already have like a the Ponderosa show. You, where you can kind of see what happens to the contestants after they're... Behind the scenes, yeah. yeah. I, I like this, though, because you know what? It was clear to me that Jeff Propes, as a TV guy, wanted to do more. He got a talk show. That didn't go. And He, he directed a movie, too, right? Like, didn't Oh, he? I don't know about yeah. that. But I know that, you know, he's someone who, who would like to do more, I think, and maybe found himself going, maybe I got to stay in my lane. But I like that he's got another outlet. This is an opportunity for him to, I I don't, is he hosting the whole thing? Yeah, he says here, uh, it's not a recap podcast. I've got some of them talking about. Oh, okay, great. Fantastic. I'm very excited to share that for the first time ever in 22 years, we're doing an official Survivor podcast. It's called On Fire, me, Jeff Probst. It's not a recap podcast, though. It's cooler. We're going to go inside the making of Survivor from the producer's point of view. So it's the how we do what we do and the why we do what we do. I think of it like a companion piece to the show. You watch an episode of Survivor and then you listen to the episode of the podcast and we'll use that as a jumping off point to take you deeper into the show. 
So I, guess, I love it. I love it too, right? So, you know, often there'll be some kind of medical emergency or something goes horribly wrong or something goes really right. Like, this would have been such a cool thing to have this last season I thought was just epic. And um, specifically, I'm thinking of, I think her name was Nicole. She only had one leg. I was just thinking about her. I don't have any idea what her name is, but that's what crossed my mind like as I was thinking about. Like, that would have been to hear them talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I do think that this is cool. I don't know that I will use it because I've got limited time, but I want him to have a place to exercise his need for more. Right. And and I don't want him to go do another show or leave this show because I think he's perfect at what he does right where he is. You Her know, there- Noel. Oh, Noel, that's it. I need mean, mm-hmm. something something like that. So this on fire uh, with Jeff Probst, they're saying it'll be behind the scenes stuff, but also he's going to answer questions and take part in a fan segment called Why Jeff Sucks. Um, he, uh? says, he says, I know, they're just being hilarious because he doesn't suck. It's like bad advice. Uh, he says, <laughs> our hope is that our fans will feature a deeper connection to the show because we're going to use each episode as a jumping point to take you inside the art department or the casting process. How do we put somebody on the show? How do we come up with our ideas? And why so many idols? You know, that kind of thing. It just seems ugh, perfect. If you don't watch Survivor, and this is one of those times when you're like, oh, I wish they would move on to the next segment. One of the things that I saw on this episode where Noelle, she has one leg, everybody. She uses a prosthetic leg to get around, and she uses it to great success and there was a point and one of the challenges where anyone would have said sit down this is they're asking way too much of someone with one leg it's not fair they they shouldn't have even put you in this challenge to begin with and this lady noel perseveres over something that anyone could be inspired by the fact that she finished she doesn't win but she finishes a challenge that... Wait, I think... I thought she did win. Oh, did she ultimately win she it? Came to, here's, it's not a spoiler alert. It happened last season. It did. <laughs> I, so she gets stuck on this... Ba- there's a balance beam. They do right. not tailor this for the lady with one leg. So right. she's, she's in tears trying to get across this thing. Meanwhile, everyone is three stages ahead of her. You're right. She did win and it. And then she goes back. She finally makes it across this thing. Like, she is... The look on her face is just sheer F-U determination. Mm-hmm. She finally does it. And then she cruises through the rest of the thing and wins. I, I mean, I was in tears. I had it, written her off. Yeah, it's absolutely... Mm-hmm. Just a, a, And it's not about winning or losing the challenge. Right. It's about persevering over that part which was clearly not something someone with one leg should have even been asked to do. Right. And she gets through it and gets it done. And it's I like I now I think of it as a, a parent. I just think I, you'd be there going, oh, honey, just sit down. But to see her pull it and get it done, you would be bursting with pride. Yep. So that- anyway, that's just like one of those moments where that could be an episode of that that podcast for right. sure and, and there are you know that was a very dramatic moment but there are all kinds of moments and i'm john is always like oh i wonder how they thought that up or where where do they store this stuff or how does this because they clearly all they do it on the same island you i'm starting to recognize the clearings in the woods and mm-hmm. what they've set up for it um but i think all that stuff the art department stuff is 
is fascinating. So, yeah. and even the casting process, like, how do they decide? What kind of psychological stuff do they put these people through before they decide they can handle it or not? Because they've made mistakes with that. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it's They've called, also struck gold, like the FBI they, guy. Oh, my God. Who can't say Francesca. He was just gold. <laughs> they really have had some great characters on there. So Jeff Probst, it's called On Fire with Jeff Probst. If you're a big Survivor <laughs> fan, you're, you're going to love it, I'm sure. Yay. Uh, the Academy, this is, this is kind of a weird story. I'll just read it to you. So, the Academy's prepared for any possible slapping or anything else at this year's Oscars. Oh, now they're ready. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. They've got a readiness. They, they have something they're calling a crisis team, which will be like the people who can make a decision. Because what should have happened is Will Smith should have been escorted out of there. Like, that's... They should have cut it. I don't know. I mean, look, I'm not on the crisis team. But somebody, nobody could make that call. But he's nominated for Best Actor in a couple minutes. We can't. Look, I totally get it paralyzed everybody. I mean, everybody. Yeah. Include, most importantly, Chris Rock. But everybody. But the a director. Viewers, everyone. You expect your leaders in any form of business, including ours, to, to know what to do. Right. We just do. You expect Michael Martin to know what to do. Look, we're in a situation. He may not be able to get on the radio and do a radio show, but he runs our business, and we expect him to know what to do. That's the thing. The director should have stepped up and said, security, go get him in commercial and pull him out. You can leave. You want to leave his wife there? Fine. That's fine. But pull him out. Get him out and escort him to the doors and push him out the door. It's just, honestly, I feel like they got caught stunned with their pants mm-hmm. down because nobody ever expected that to happen and and I can see why but in case something like that does happen again I think a crisis team is a great idea so it's here's the weird there's an academy executive and he gave a quote to Time magazine which I think is a weird it's a weird way of saying something I'm going to read it exactly as written he says Because of last year, we've opened our minds to the many things that can happen at the Oscars. But these crisis plans, the crisis communication teams and structures we have in place, allow us to say, this is the group that we have to gather very quickly. And depending on the specifics of the crisis, and let's hope something doesn't happen and we never have to use these, but we already have frameworks in place. It's too... What? I don't know. Just someone... The director's in charge. Yeah. Order security to escort the guy out. You don't lay hands on people. That's the law. Right. The end. I I do think that it can be that cut and dry. I'm sorry, biggest star in the room. Bye. Yeah. You don't get to stay. Yeah. And, and, but they're making a whole framework and everything. I actually, it makes me wonder, like, were there just a bunch of people sitting around a conference table, like, going through every pile? Like, what if a light falls and kills Meryl Streep? Then what do we do? What happens if... Uh, the Oscar statue falls over and crashes through the stage. What, you know, what if someone is passing the Ducci from the left-hand side? Like, what, you know, I don't know what we, you know, we just caught someone doing a line of Coke off a credit card in the front row. Like, like there's so many things. That must have been a fun meeting. I feel like, you know, these teams of people is overkill, yes. but it's typical. I wish the director would just say, I was caught paralyzed. It won't happen again. I now know what I need to do. I'm in charge. I need to... I got this. And then from now on, he just knows that 
Jump into action, dude. Don't sit on your hands and go, I don't know what to do. He's a big star. Your big star just punched somebody on stage. Get him out. Yes. Let's get some heavies in there. I got your crisis management right here. In the form of 12 bouncers. Now we have a team of people on it. Great. Yeah. Well, I hope they're well paid. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure they will be. I'm sure. Right. And probably will never have to make a decision. Because most of the time, people are very well behaved at the Oscars. Mm -hmm. Uh, Saturday Night Live. It's a thing that happens on Saturday nights, everybody. By the time we... I think they do air it live at 8.30 our time now. I feel like I see it early. Um, But, you know, it's on at 11.30. I've got a couple of upcoming hosts. Travis Kelsey, who is... He he's on uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. He's their tight end. He is when I the game I went to the Niner game. Yeah. They played the Chiefs, and that's the first game McCaffrey became part of our team. And it was the first time I've been in the stadium. That Kelsey guy is bigger than most of the people on the field. Oh, funny. He stands head and tall, like head and shoulders above everybody else. And he also like you watch him play, and he. You just think everybody should know he's the guy they're going to throw to. And they still throw to him. Every time, like, just get him, tackle him, hurt him. Find out how tall he is. He's really good. He's a a really good player. So he is, uh, apparently, he's got a personality too because he's hosting Saturday Night Live. We'll see. Peyton Manning's the only guy who's pulled this off. Yeah, well, we'll see. You're right. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be fine. March 4th, he's hosting. All right. uh, musical guest that night, Kelsey Ballerini. Mm. Oh, Kelsey, uh, Kelsey, cute. Meanwhile, on the March 11th episode, Jenna Ortega is going to host. All right. Which I'm really excited for. She is, um, if you haven't seen it, she plays Wednesday, which is, that's that's an Amazon thing? What is that? Netflix. Netflix? Netflix? Okay. Sorry, just search it, you know, when you turn your TV on. Uh, Jenna Ortega plays Wednesday. She is just so perfect in that role. Like, I don't know how else to say it. She's, I never cared all that much about Wednesday Adams, And now I really do. So I you've watched she, it then? Oh, yeah, I watched the whole thing. You watched it too, didn't you? No, my daughter's watched it and all her little friends love it. And they're probably younger than they should be, having seen it. But um, no, I haven't had time. Yeah, you put it on your list, man. It's it's good. <laughs> it, it isn't the boys or anything, but it is. It, I haven't gotten through that yet because of our vacation. I'm still trying to get to the end of that. Oh boy! I just finished the first season last night. Oh, of the boys with the wife. Yeah, we love it. Yeah. Oh, it's oh. so wrong. <laughs> it's so wrong. It's so right. Good. The boys is H. B.O. No, that's the, that is Amazon. That's okay. Amazon Prime. So The Boys is on Amazon. It's hard to keep it straight. Alex, you, you just finished the first season. Yeah. Oh, my God. The I'm best hooked. is you just... It just gets better and worse and better and worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so good. It's pretty, oh. it's pretty wrong. God, Homelander. Yeah. Homelander. Mm. That guy. That guy. What the actual... <laughs> so, uh, anyway, Jenna Ortega has nothing to do with The Boys. It's just that, you know, I compared the show. It's good. It's a good show. Wednesday. Uh, it looks like the musical guest is the 1975. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that that should be it. Jane is going to freak out for that show. Um, so Giselle Bunchen 
she's single now. And I don't know if you guys know this, but before she was married to Tom Brady, she was a pretty famous model. Mm-hmm. Well, she's back, baby. She's on the cover of Vogue magazine. Except she she looks like this. She's unrecognizable. Like, you can't even tell. Who it's, if you had shown me that, I don't know that I would have pulled that it was her. She's, she's like a she-devil. Uh, can you zoom in on the face a little bit there? Sure can. Yeah, just get it. That's what I should have done. I should have asked Vinny, who is that? Can you see it oh, at all, Vin? Yeah, I know you. I can see it. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't have picked her out, yeah. but she's striking. You know, she's she's definitely made up there. They've re- done her hair red. They have, or pulled a red cap over the top of it. Yeah, she's. It's cool. It's a really dramatic picture, but she's there. She is back on Vogue. She's working. Work, 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 work. Um, here's something that we're just going to throw up on the Facebook page. I, uh, I, I know we have a lot of uh, John Wick. What did you what just say? Here's something we're just going to throw up on the. No, the work, 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 work. Yeah, she's going to work, 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 work. Yes, that was my uh, Rihanna impersonation. Yeah, that's a good one. Thank you. Yeah, I like it. Thanks. Oh, I shouldn't say I shouldn't put the K on there. Work, 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 work. Okay. Killing it. Thank you. Uh, Keanu Reeves and John Wick. Uh, people, yeah, I know you guys watch all those movies. And Love. John, John loves those mm-hmm. movies. So there's uh, John Wick Chapter 4 is coming out. And there is a little, it's a featurette. How long is it, Bren? Uh, it's about three minutes. Oh, that's it? That's all? Well, what I'm seeing here, it's a little, uh, this might just be a teaser for I it. I think it's an excerpt from it. It sounds okay. like it's like a sort of a behind the scenes chapter. Yeah, it is. Keanu Reeves is talking about what he's doing, what he's learning, and he's going through, and they show a lot of the stuff. It's really cool. Yeah, it's some behind the scenes, how we pulled off this, that, or the other mm-hmm. stunt. And it's, so it's promotional, you know, they're getting everyone all excited for it, but it shows them here, he's sitting down in that interview position where he's mm-hmm. explaining to someone who's sitting just off camera, how the whole thing works, and they're talking about how they're trying to give Fast and Furious a run for their money with the car stunts. Like, that. this is just going to be... Oh, boy. There's some... Turn that off. I can't even look at that. I don't even want to see that. It's just distracting. So, we're going to put... Where did I just see... I know... I don't think I've been to a movie theater, but I just saw the previews for the new... Fast and Furious. Oh, it must have been an ad during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where right. that's where I saw it. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, that's big, there's another one coming. High right. budget action films. Uh, but people love John Wick. So if you want a little preview, it's they call it a featurette for John Wick Four. We're gonna put that up on the Sarah and Vinny Facebook page. He uses nunchucks and stuff too. <laughs> pretty fun. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> you know what's funny about nunchucks is I feel like anytime you bring them up. To young, and I, I don't know if it's specific to boys, but that's all I've talked to about it. But you bring up nunchucks, and everybody seems to have gone through a phase where they made them from hardware store crap mm-hmm. and practically brained themselves learning how to use them. Yeah, that's right. And I definitely went through that phase. Hurt my man area, hurt my thighs, <laughs> trying to bounce them off my thighs, hurt my head. Anywhere they could reach, they could hurt you. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, you were supposed to, like, twist them around. You know, you'd flick them, and they'd flick around your body, and then, I don't know, you'd be getting some momentum going, and you're over your shoulder, and you're so around your So did you do them, too? You know, I, no one escapes that, Vinny. There is always oh, okay. a time when your brother has gone and gotten a length of chain and a dowel. Yeah. And your dad helps him it. screw it together, and the next thing you know, you, your brother's unconscious on the ground. On the floor <laughs> yeah. Of the garage. You know, that's just how With it is. Yeah, you did head. live it. Okay. That's how it goes. Uh 
Yeah, the the nunchuck thing is, but that's that's the problem with nunchucks. They're so cool. Like you see someone who really knows how to use them, and it's just like that's amazing. Like you can't get near that guy. You can't get near that guy. Just try and hit him. He's flashing that thing around so. Oh jeez, I just threw one. <laughs> oh boy. I just she lost her myself. headphones. Everyone. I gotta put these nunchucks down. <laughs> oh, we can post that up later. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast (laughs) sarah and Vinny on alice have a very nice day at work (laughs) alice at 97.3 the radio alice report What's up, everyone? This House Report is brought to you by Fremont Bank. Looking for a bank that goes above and beyond for its community? Fremont Bank can help with your help you with your financial needs while also giving back to those who need it most in our neighborhoods. Mm. The bank and its foundation donated to 52 Bay Area zip codes last year. Discover more at fremontbank.com forward slash community. Here's what's happening. We've got weather. So there's clouds today with rain probably showing up later tonight. They say in the evening. Uh, Also, snow in Tahoe. So if you're headed that way, you may need chains. Check the roads. And there's also heavy weather in other parts of the country. Mm. So if you're flying, you're going to want to check your flights. Because there's a chance you are delayed or or worse. It's winter out there. That's right. Our first big story is one 
that I think Sarah will appreciate most, but this is a big deal in every city in the country, if not the world. Crafting's a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, when I was a kid, crafting was how my mom kept us entertained. My mom was a big crafter. She crocheted. She makes quilts. She does a lot of different stuff. The stuff that she would get us to do were the little, you know, you'd get these little framed things that you'd put on tinfoil and you'd put the crystals into different sections of it and you'd kind of make stained glass. Did you ever do that? And then there were other ones where you'd color the picture. I think they were actually called shrinky dinks and those would get cooked and they'd boil down to a little thing. A little shrunken head thing. Yeah, I did all kinds of stuff like that because we didn't have any kind of stuff that kids have today. The kids these days, they just watch videos of that stuff. That's their hobby, watching videos namely, of other right, people Namely, doing... YouTube, exactly right. right. So anyway, this story is 2023's Best Cities for Crafting. Okay. And I went, oh, all right. Well, let's see what's, what's going on there. New York, New York is number one. Hmm. And I'm a little surprised by that, as they say, the city of New York Because I thought, well, upstate New York and Long Island, that's where my mom's from, New York. And she grew up on Long Island. Well, she's from Brooklyn, but grew up on Long Island. Anyway, so her being a crafter kind of fits that. I went, oh, all right, long winters. Who doesn't need to find something to do in the house? Well, you needed something to keep your hands busy. Oh, good job. You know... I'm not surprised to hear it's New York, New York, because first of all, there are S loads of artists there. And oh, yeah, all right. So I can see people crafting and, and also like over in Oakland, I wonder if Oakland's on the list because there are there's like a there's like a metal forge place over there. I think it's called the Crucible. There's all these uh shop specific for people's little hobbies and like crazy little bead shops and uh, and yarn places and that's how they come up with these these measures. Okay. They, they look at crafting supply stores, big crafting communities, workshops for learning new techniques, yeah, yeah, okay. crafting events to attend. All of these things help them decide that New York, New York was number one. I see San Jose at number ten. Okay, um, scrolling for Oakland. And I don't... Oh, Oakland, 32. Oh, that's, but, a, that's amazing. I, I'm glad to see them on there because they really have... Uh, I, there's a lot on offer over there. I go there often to get supplies for stuff. Really? Yeah. In Oaktown? In Oaktown. Oh. Yeah. Well, San Jose came in at number 10. San Francisco came in at number three. Oh, good. So nice. part of the reason I did the story is I thought, well, we clearly have a big crafting community in the Bay Area right. with... I saw two in the top 10, but... Three in the top 50 of our big cities. There's a ton of, um, there's like a, almost a fabric district in San Francisco that I've gone to, you know, places where you're going and just getting like, you could get like shirting fabric. Like I can make a man's shirt. Sacramento comes in at 46. Yeah. Didn't you go and get to a tannery there or something too? Uh, yeah, there is, uh, actually, you know what? I'm Tandy leather is down in, um, is that in Burlingame? Uh, San Bruno. Is it San Bruno? Okay. Uh-huh. So nearby. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, big crafting community here in the Bay Area. It's nice. highly ranked. A bunch of the I was cities. and chatting up some older ladies Turn up. Uh, at the rec center. 
Oh yeah. The other day, yeah. She they were like, "You want to join our sewing class?" I'm like, "Yeah, I think I do actually want to join that. You have to pay a certain amount." But Bryn already sewing. sews. Bryn knows how to use well, a sewing machine. The problem is my machine. Like I can't. I don't know what's going on with it. They're like, "Just bring your machine. Come on by. Yeah, they'll fix it for you." Yeah, they're like, "We'll show you how to use it." So I'm thinking about signing up. Oh, oh, you should do it. Oh, my God, that a, sounds so you know, fun. And did the old lady say, your way in is blood in, blood out, just so no, you know? she just told me the fee. It's actually really cheap. <laughs> and someone really teaches cheap. a class, or it's, what is it? It's more of like a community thing. I was like, who's a teacher? They're like, we're all teachers. We work together. They actually just So like you come in the, with a project, and people uh-huh, are there. And, and they, they all work together fun. on it. And they have like 10 sewing machines. I'm like, so this belongs to who? They're like, we all bring our own sewing machines. I'm like, oh. Okay. Well, well, I might do it. Because I have so much time, right? Yeah. I mean, God. (laughs) It's not like you have a brand new baby at home. Right. Right. That's weird. Nepotism has been getting, uh, well, it's been getting a lot of run lately in the news and does get a bad rap. People feel like, oh, great. An unfair advantage. How's that? Meanwhile, most people have a tendency to believe... Why wouldn't you help your kids get a better job or a better life for themselves? You'd probably be a jerk if you didn't. Yeah, that's why it's a thing. It's right. Like, there it is. We all want our kids to do well. Sorry I about mean, it. You hope that they take to something on their own. But if they're right. not and you have a way to, especially in acting, like you can go be a multimillionaire and do this fun job if you have any kind of ability towards it. Right. Oh, look at that. You do. Let's get you a job. It feels like there's a whole crop of kids who are like Huey on the boys. Uh, is it Uma Thurman's kid? With, with It's the... Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's kid. And she is, I can't think of her name now, but she's Robin in Stranger Things. And yeah. she's really good. Really great. She's great in it. Mm-hmm. I can't think of her Maya name. Maya Hawke, I Maya believe. Maya Hawke, yeah. yeah. People think of rich business person paving the way for their kids to jump the line to high-level positions wow. without paying their dues. And then there's the acting nepotism, which has been in the news lately. And I'm not... I, like, again, I don't hold that against them. I, I don't... You might, though, that, if, you, if you were also going for that job. Well... Then, then you might hold it against them. But, but you can't... It's true. You, we just want the best for our kids. You can't a really new survey. fault anyone for that. Out on nepotism, and it used broad definitions, essentially giving an edge to family or friends in the workplace. And as it turns out, everyone's kind of doing it. It's fairly typical. Yeah. That if you've been through an experience, and, and this goes for friends and friends of family as well. Yes. Like if you've been through something and have an experience you can share with them, you know, do I want to give them the answers to the SATs? You know, maybe that's not a good idea, but what, however, you can help someone with advice on something you've been through, why wouldn't you? Right. Well, they talk about it all the time networking. It's about, it's about working your network to figure out what you can do and how you can be a part of it. And it's the thing is, you just don't notice it until it's high level. Like, who hasn't, you know, helped a friend or, or family with something if they're able to do that? It's just that when they become the star of something, then everyone discounts. Oh, like, um, you know, a kid of a rock star or whatever. You know, nobody wants to hear that. Oh, they're just capitalizing. Well, that's what everyone does. Right. You know? Oh, I, absolutely. My, my, one of my best friend's daughter 
was looking at colleges, and one of them was up here in San Francisco, and I was like, send her here. Not only can I keep an eye on her and help her if something goes down that she needs help with, but I also might be able to get her an internship somewhere. Oh, there you go. Why wouldn't you want me to help with that? And she chose Arizona, of all places. Well, she wanted to get away from her family, it sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Her family's not here. Her family's in SoCal. Oh. I don't know. But she's, you know, now she hates the desert and wants out. Her mom won't let her leave. But that's her fault. Kids make mistakes and have to live with them. But that's part of growing and learning as well. It sure is. You know who stands out to me is L. King. Because she doesn't, she didn't use the Rob Schneider's like name. She just came out of nowhere and was like totally trying to do it on her own and did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It is funny when you find you find a connection like that out about somebody, and once if if they're already established, you're just like, well, but look at them go. You know, right? They could. Yeah. They can't. That's a sink or swim situation. You can get someone an opportunity. But they've got to pull it. Yes. You can't do the job for them. Right. And I think, like, for example, that Maya Hawk, she's great in that in that show. She's, she is perfect in that role. I like, like her Like, has a, a neat little personality and really kind of clicks with Steve. I thought that... Anyway, she's good. <laughs> anyway, in this sense, only 16% of people think nepotism is bad. Hmm. So, there it is. I think if you sort of just the fact that someone got someone else into the, the movie business might make you go, oh, that's terrible. But if you actually think about how any friend or family would help your kid or right. my kid or you sort of go, oh, right. Well, of course. Why wouldn't we ask someone to help us who could? Right. Dur George. Networking. Right. It's part of it. Mm-hmm. It's the thing. It is the thing. I don't think... Like your kids, I don't think my kids are going into radio, so I don't know how much help I can be other than maybe get them an internship or something someday. Sure. Yep. I know. It's sort of weird that our kids, like my kids are 100% not interested. Well, in radio, look, it, I could get her a gig. She still has to go do it and yeah. suck out loud for years and years, years and years. And then we'll continue to look back at her work and go, ah, I could have done that better. Yeah. Every day of your life for your whole career, you'll go. We'll get her started wish- on a podcast right now, Vinny, so she can suck out loud You know, through her teen years. It's not the same. I know. It isn't. It's not. I think people do podcasts and they think that it's the same. You need to be on with the red light blinking. And going yeah. to really learn like There's what no, this is. No safety net. Right. Can you edit that out and post? No. There, <laughs> no. there is no post. <laughs> that is you sucking. Sorry. Yeah. It's the sound <laughs> of sucking. I'll dump it. You can't uh, do yeah, even that. <laughs> you know, you do a podcast, you can go back and take stuff out. There are a lot on that. <laughs> right. There are a lot of diet and fitness goals that involve tricking yourself, which is fine, except you know you're tricking yourself, so it only yeah. works as long as you buy into it. The newest example is a study out of China that says you can lose weight just by cutting your food into tiny pieces and scattering them across your plate. The idea is that you cut calories by eating less, and people tend to eat a particularly a particular portion size rather than eating until they are full. So instead of taking a smaller portion and thinking you're eating less, you spread the food all over the plate and trick yourself into eating more than you 
are. Hmm. I don't know if that'll work for you guys, but there you go. I'm still waiting for the miracle pill. I heard that there's some diabetes medication. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Can't think of the name of it, but there's a diabetes medication that they've been testing, and everyone who takes it like drops LBs, like it hard. So you want that? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Get out I want to eat whatever I want and be skinny. It's all the rage. It's called Ozempic. Ozempic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's what I. That's you know. It's the magic pill that we all want for everything. I want a magic pill to cure every disease. I want a magic pill to you know have to have the supermodel body. I know he's somewhere buried in here. <laughs> magic pills. Give them to me. One the thing is, I actually like to exercise, but I just... There's well, just then you can go do that for fun. Near, I, well, I'm saying, I mean, I will, as time permits, and I've made it through from, you know, a, a pretty busy time in our lives from like, I want to say the end of October till yesterday or yeah. till, till Disney. Yeah. Getting home from Disney was like an exhale, like, oh. <sighs> What? Wake up! Thank you. With Sarah and Vinny. Ding, 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 ding. Alice at 97.3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.